The Zed Run Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all our free picks and podcasts. And welcome, everybody. We are back with episode two of the Zed Run Gambling Podcast. Uh, this is the How to Buy a Horse show. I'm your host, Scott Bowser. Got my co-host, Chase, the Wolf of Oakland, Sesums. Chase, how you doing, buddy? Doing well. Doing well. Um, I, I let you, like, spirit animal me through, through uh, <laughs> buying a horse, so I'm pumped to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm so excited that we got you guys in, and it wouldn't be complete without the third man. We got all, the pride of Newcastle. Malcolm Bamford, how you doing, Malcolm? <laughs> Hello, boys. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Uh, I've just got the about the halfway stage of my Saturday degen. Uh, the horse racing stopped for the day, uh, but now the baseball, I can now jump over onto the American sports, and I'm sitting in bed. Look, I mean, how luxurious is this? What's not to like? <laughs> now, wow. are you? I think you might be the only one at your local pub that's a horse owner now, right? A digital horse owner? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, they look they look up to me to, to get the reverential treatment. Yeah, like I mean, see guys, we're now in an exclusive club of horse owners. This is this is a special thing. So I want to welcome you to the community. Um you, uh, we'll all once we all link up, we'll masturbate in Geronimo's skull together at the skull and bones tomb. We're gonna, yes. you know, really really have a special connection here as horse owners. But uh what do you guys think about the onboarding process? It's a real pain in the ass, isn't it? <laughs> Man, as, as someone who's not as like well versed in the crypto, like being asked questions like "Are you on Polygon?" makes me like, "Is this a new drug that I'm not aware of yet?" <laughs> or I know I tripped Ethereum real hard in college. Like I went to a lot of raids. But... Well, I feel like Scott, I owe you a thousand apologies because I have been an absolute pain in the arse this week. Now, I know the idea of this show was kind of an idiot's guide with me being the idiot, no. but I did warn you not not to underestimate my level of fucking idiocy. And what I enjoyed most was your rate of enthusiasm to help me just diminished over the week, which it had every right to do. So <laughs> well, on also, Wednesday, I had a big, I, you were I, like, I, yeah, no problem, buddy. We'll sort this out. It's absolutely fine. By Friday, Google it was the answer I got back. <laughs> he completely and utterly gave it up on me. <laughs> yeah, the and next... I had no, because I, I was sending myself absolutely demented. Well, I was and everything busy I Googled. At work. I was busy at work. Yeah. So I was like, I got to wait until I'm done here. It was a, it was a hectic day, so... No, I can't like. I could hear your eyes rolling from from all the way over here. Um, Google motherfucker, do you have it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was boring myself by the end asking questions. Um, so yeah, I apologise for that, but it will happen again. Uh, so yeah, don't think that's the end of it because it's not. <laughs> well, no, I, but I did make the nice little step by step guide, and we're actually going to work through that here in just a couple minutes. But like, I think I, that I made that as handy as possible because like, here's what I did was when you ran into your first problem. It got to the point where I was trying to figure out what happened. I was like, you know, the only thing I can do is do this myself and then figure out how to get myself out of it. And so that's what I did. And once I did, I realized, oh, yeah, it's the, it's the, literally the you have to switch back and forth between the Polygon and Ethereum networks. Huge pain in the ass. But then I, once I did, I was like, okay, I was able to walk Chase through it. So now I've done it twice. So now it's like, OK, 
now I can I feel like I can walk anybody through the process pretty painlessly now, yeah. now that I've kind of and what I did was I wrote the steps down as I was doing it because this is going to be in an article for the sports gambling podcast website so yeah so it, 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 it was Mal at least had the courage to like charge in this brave new world like on his own like me like i felt like like a pet chimp wearing a diaper just kind of holding scott's hand like <laughs> waddling next to him as he as he as he basically did everything for me i just pressed the buttons but we got it going and uh i'm so glad you guys you guys have been having fun racing your horses the last couple days it's fucking awesome um yeah now now you're, you're gonna find out in the next couple weeks I want to see how many horses you guys have because you'll you'll be starting to go on there now and you'll be looking you'll be like oh wow this one's only twenty four dollars right now shit oh man I got to pull the trigger on it like I I caught myself doing that a few times. Well, I didn't realize that they get tired, so I'm I was actually afraid like at some point this morning that the ASPCA was going to like take my <laughs> horse away because I was literally running it into the ground. Now, basically, I think it's like it's supposed to be pretty good until ninety percent on the well and we'll get into this on the racing episode next week yeah so 72 not great not good yeah but i think anything under 70 it won't even count against your stats for classing because it's like you're just intentionally tanking in the class down at that point okay we'll we'll get into all that but first off if okay so for people that want to get their their they're listening to us and like i want to get in on this fucking action i want to get my stable going well they got to download a metamask uh wallet uh it's an app um, it's basically a browser wallet. So if it may, okay. Now that you guys have used it, as you see, it's like this web three stuff. You have this wallet that you're connecting to your browser with. And now it's like, you're encrypted and safe from all this other outside interference on your browser. And you're able to navigate this world through z- these different networks. So, uh, but so you guys didn't have any problems setting up the MetaMask, right? No, that was, that was like really easy. Um, it was, it was literally like a click of a couple buttons and just filling in a couple fields and you're ready to go. Yeah. Now the key. Yeah. Is- I think, I think that's where I got my full sense of security from sort of the first two or three steps. Cause I did it. And I thought, <laughs> oh, this is all going quite well. What could possibly go wrong? And then it was kind of step four or five when it did all go wrong. All right. So, um, yeah. And what happens is they'll give you a recovery phrase which is really weird. This list of words, make sure you keep that safe. I actually wrote mine down and put it in my safe. In addition to having like a special, like encrypted file with it on it, like all this stuff. So just in case I, cause I actually, I've had the app act up on me before and I've had to delete it and then use that phrase. to. And, but if you do that, it just completely recovers it. No problem. Like you're good. To so go. I, I don't want to give away too much of my phrase, but words two and words three, Suggest and divorce. <laughs> but it's that rubber Chase. before that. Algorithm. So. Yeah, I mean, hey, like, what, what's your search history been like lately, buddy? Like, <laughs> all right. So once we have our MetaMask wallet set up, next step is to add Ethereum to the wallet. Now we were blessed by the network by hooking you guys up with some Ethereum to get started for this. I thought that was very cool of them. So big shout out to Sean and Ryan for making that happen. Uh, but um, if you don't have uh, guys at a, at a podcast network sending sugar you free daddy. Ethereum, sugar daddy you into the into the you're the same world, what I suggest is what here's what I do. Um, just because this is a kind of an even more complex process, but here's how I do it with saving minimum fee, pay, paying like pennies in the dollars and fees overall. 
is uh, I buy Bitcoin on my cash app. I transfer that to my Coinbase. From Coinbase, I transfer the Bitcoin to Ethereum. Then from there, I transfer it over to my MetaMask wallet where it can go into Zed and be converted into the Polygon Ethereum. It's when a lot of extra steps. Company in the Caymans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm basically running a complex uh, crypto laundering scheme just mm-hmm. so I can buy horses. But like, because like, if I were to buy it straight on Coinbase or straight off of MetaMask, the fees are higher on each of those, like much higher on MetaMask, a little bit lower on Coinbase. But the Bitcoin fees on Cash App are next to nothing. So I'm able to get like almost my full dollars worth each time when doing it. So that's kind of why, I mean, I'm willing to do that. I'm, I will do that to save 50 cents every fucking time if I have to. So <laughs> qu- question for you, and I guess this this actually can go towards finding or getting value in horses. Like, are you constantly monitoring like what Ethereum is doing for like a good time to buy more Ethereum? Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. like a lot of the Ethereum I bought, because right now it's at like around 3,000, 3,100 or whatever. A lot of it I bought was at, when it was at 1700 because I was mm-hmm. like, I know it's going to go back up. Let me get as much of this as possible now. On the, So, yeah, and I bought another when it dipped back down like 2200 I got in again hard. So it was like, and I have all that being staked in a wallet somewhere where it's just collecting interest. So when that unleashes, I'm going to probably go crazy with a lot of that and buy some horses. But I do recommend getting a Celsius network wallet for anybody listening that has crypto because they will pay you 5.35%, uh, no, not even sponsored, but they will give you 5.35% uh, crypto, like a weekly compounded interest on your Ethereum. So if you do get a winning, big winning horse and start making a lot of money with it, you can roll that winnings over and get and get a nice little interest payday on it. So yeah. I, will, I will remember that if I ever uh, make more than a public school lunch lady. <laughs> <laughs> so now, okay. So you added Ethereum to the wallet. Um, now you're going to set up a Zed run account and they make it really easy with like, once you have your wallet, because all you have to do is literally click start, sign in through your wallet. Bam. You have a Zed account. It used to be, you had to sign up through email. What's up now? Right. Question. Sorry. Um, we started with, uh, Sean and the boys deposited the money straight into our Zed run account. Yeah. So did we then have to put it into MetaMask to do anything else with it? No, or was you... the starting place for, we should have dealt with it all from the Zedron account. So Chase, when you bought your horse, did you buy it from, with your Zedron money or did you move it first? Pass. Yeah, he saved it. He, he kept it in Zed the complete time. The key is, is okay, all right. That's where I fucked up. It then. wasn't showing, one of one occasion. Here's the thing: is it wasn't showing up in, in it'll it would show up in your MetaMask account when you switch it to the Polygon network. So you switch that over to the Polygon network, and now you can buy you can because that's that's the bridge that's happening here. Would it, would it still be Polygon. showing up in your Zedrun account at the same time? Though? It'll show up in your Zedrun account, but if, to go back to right. Zedrun and, and use your Zedrun account. It actually, like, it uses Polygon token. This is where it gets really confusing. It uses a Polygon token, but it runs on the Ethereum network. Whereas if you're going to go to OpenSea to buy it, you have to be on the Polygon network to use it and spend it when it's in your Zedrun account. Right, so that's where I went wrong. I moved mine out of Zedrun yeah. into MetaMask into Met- completely. Yeah. But- and that's when I couldn't do anything with it. Then I could sing it, but I couldn't do anything with it. So that's what I figured. And, like, dude, before when I did it, like, 
here's the thing is because but doing it this way though in zed run it only takes like it cost me like six seven bucks to pay in gas fees which wasn't bad for for moving like a hundred bucks or so over and it doesn't matter how much you're doing the gas fees are going to be basically the same each time it's based on how many transactions are ahead of you on the blockchain so okay so, so like you if you you're doing a thousand bucks or a hundred bucks what's that you you kind of explain gas fees to me, which is like basically like someone is having to put in the code. And so it's essentially like your friend charging you gas for a ride to yes. get it done. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's totally what it is. Like, got it. And like, and you can set like, like gas fees can go up <laughs> if you want to like prioritize it on the chain. But if Will you're they accept to grass it, or ass? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, not in this economy, dude. Jesus. Like, <laughs> Gas is at an all-time high, dude. You're never gonna. Grass is basically free now, and ass. I mean, I can get that anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But okay. So yeah. So it's basically like, it's on these, and like I don't completely understand this stuff, but it's like I I know how to be like one step ahead of you guys, basically, and that's all. I, that's really all I need to do, dude. <laughs> just need one brave soul yeah yeah i just need to be like it's like the teacher that doesn't actually have to know the stuff you just have to be one chapter ahead of the rest of the class and that's there it you go. that's all right so uh you set up your zed account and then like i said in zed wallet bridge the ethereum to the polygon network now you'll pay the gas fee like i said wasn't that much but when i was doing this through metamask it was charging me anywhere from like 30 to 60 dollars in gas fees just to buy like a 20 dollar horse so thank God you don't have to deal with that anymore. Where it's like the four to seven dollars that's going on the bridge now on through the Zed wallet. That's why I recommend learning how to do it this way because you will save a shitload in gas. Like it's like extra horses now, and being uh, like in the amount of gas fees yeah. that you can save. So definitely do that. Um, all right. So in MetaMask settings, you're gonna want to you know before we get into that. Um, we're going to take a quick little break from our sponsors, and then uh, we'll be right back. All right. Make sure to get down on the win bets. $50 bet win, $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the win bet casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And, you know, I love the casino. I, can, I live in Vegas. I can just go to the win. But if you're in a place where you can't, get on this app. You're taking advantage of that 100% casino bon bonus. And don't, get, don't forget the same game parlays where you can build your own bet feature. All users get a free $20 bet when they win, lose, or push on a three-plus leg parlay of a build-your-own bet in between Thursday and Saturday. So you guys can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. That's what we're talking about. There's so much to choose from. Download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer offer is subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where you play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now we got Sleeper, all right? Sleeper is one of the fastest uh, growing fantasy platforms in the day with millions of players. You're probably in a fantasy league. Uh, it's it, I like to use this for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else. And now you can make money on it with uh, playing the new over-under game. Pretty easy. You know how over-unders work in regular gambling. Uh, you take any sport, choose two or more players that you th you like, and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want. If you pick, if you get it right, you get anywhere from tw two times to 20 times the money you put in. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and you can play with your buddies. Get in there in the group chat. Talk a little smack with each other. Have some fun. 
Stop what you're doing now. Download Sleeper today and play the new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. Make sure to use promo code SGPN and Sleeper will match your deposit up to $100. Again, Sleeper, use promo code SGPN when you deposit. Join SGPN squad to bet with the guys. SG.PN slash squad. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. And we are back. Um, And now, so... Here's the tricky part of switching back and forth between the Polygon and Ethereum networks. So basically in your MetaMask settings, you're gonna wanna go to networks. And what I had to do is, and I showed Chase how to do this and I sent him a screenshot to show how to do this. And well, before I sent him the screenshot, I sent him another one that was pretty funny and I, I, I zinged him with it pretty good. Oh God, best, best ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I don't even wanna describe what it was on here because it's, it's one of those things that's like, oof. You guys actually send that kind of stuff to each other. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> you're going to go to the settings in your networks. You're going to f- go find add a network and you're going to add Polygon. Now, if you want to get the info, you're g- it's going to ask you for a bunch of info, like kind of like weird website links and like code numbers. And I have all that available. That's going to be in the article that comes out with this episode at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. So if, when you're go- if you're listening to this and you're trying to figure out these steps, there's going to be an article breaking each one of these down and it's all that info is going to be right there. So go make sure you go over there, give that a check out and you'll be able to see that. So you enter all that info and when you do it right there, the wrapped Ethereum now won't show up in your MetaMask right away. That, that, that money you had in your Polygon account that you originally got sent, that money's not going to show in your MetaMask, right? It'll be say zero. But if you go over to OpenSea and you're, you're going to shop in there, it'll be showing up in there. Like that, that you're, you're now on the Polygon network and you've bridged that over and you're in there now with your tokens ready to shop. Is okay. that, so does that make any, that makes a, that, and Chase, you walked through, I walked you through these steps. You were able to do this. What? I lost you. There you go. Got me? Yep. Okay. Does doesn't mean I remember how to do things, Scott. That's that's big. That's the big difference. <laughs> but the thing is, you have done this every step. This is true. This is now. I can confirm that yes, I have done this. <laughs> like, this is, it's like uh, black, like getting blacked out, drunk, and and getting a tug job from someone. Like, like it, you've done it. You might not remember it, but you definitely got the the yeah. the tugger. Uh, yeah, you got the five hundred dollar bottle of champagne <laughs> on your on your debit card to show for it. <laughs> All right, so. Um, and then at that point, you, you're going to have that money in open sea and you go through and find the horse you want. Um, now I recommend using like Haku and know your horses. Uh, I think both of them, I, I wouldn't use one over the other necessarily. And I use Zed ranks too. I think all three of these sites have different things to offer and help give you the best informed decisions you can make. Yeah. Like we, I, I what I really liked was I, I think it was looking through uh, Haku and being able to set the the filters and everything and being able to look for, you know, specific either specific attributes or like a specific gender. Yeah. Like I was I was looking at mares and for me if I want a mare like I'm probably going to want to breed it and I was able to see the offspring and if the offspring were winners and things like that which goes back to how I even handicap like regular horse racing you know maiden races like d- does the horse come from a productive mare. Yeah, and we saw, we found a horse on there that was great, but it was hard, you know. And I actually have put a bid in on her. I have a, a bid in on her for point one oh, uh, point oh one, and if so, dude, if I get her, 
we'll I'll share her with you. We'll, we'll I'll, I'll let loan her to you and your stable for a little bit. But it's a horse named Threesome Jenny. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. And dude, we were looking at her. She had a dog shit win rate herself, but her offspring were killers. Yep. Like, like and her was, parents were killers. Yeah. Like she was just a terrible disappointment to her <laughs> yeah. parents and probably to her kids. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. She's like the methed out like West Virginia mom that didn't uh go into the family coal mining business. <laughs> she might even be like Lorelai from Gilmore Girls, like really rich parents, and then you know, smart daughter that went to Yale. I watched Gilmore Girls, no big deal. Oh, uh, I know hey, actually uh one of Rory used to be one of my clients when I worked in business management. Really? Yeah, I used to like pay her bills and stuff. I get about five percent of your references, boys. Well, I laugh along anyway. It's quite. Good. <laughs> I got to brush up on faulty towers. Yeah. Next show. <laughs> yes. So, all right. So yeah. Um. And but then yeah. So like, but Malcolm, did you, how? What did you use to find your horse? Like what? Right. What? See, I don't think I did anything that you did or anything that your little the, the outline did completely by accident so the the, first, the big mistake i made was i transferred everything out i panicked I, for some reasons i got the the money arrived and i was like a four yeah you, i could have just waited honestly like and, you you fucked it up so bad i don't even know how to like figure it out but i'm glad you have a horse yeah. now <laughs> so i'm gonna try and tell you but i don't really know how how I fucked it up or fixed it. So I transferred everything out so I could see it in MetaMask. So I just thought I'll reverse. I knew I shouldn't have done that because I couldn't do anything with it. So I tried to transfer it back. So I could see it was there in ETH in my MetaMask, 0.2 ETH, but I knew I needed Polygon. Um, and when I tried to transfer it back, it said I didn't have enough funds. It said I needed some Matic. Now, is that a term you're familiar with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. This is so complex. I don't want to get into this right now. I, I want to keep it going. Okay. On how, how'd you find the actual horse? Because like, right, okay. I, I, you're now taking our listeners on a Y shape on, on the process I've laid out on how to buy the horse. And now they're going to okay. listen to this yeah, well, and get very confused and go on the same circle jerk loop around that you went on. And I'm yeah, trying well, to I avoid that. W, X, y, and Z shape. Just stick to Y. Yeah. We're now at a so, fork in the road where we're telling people yeah. two ways of doing this. And that's very bad okay, right, for streamlining right. process. Like, so we'd skip the middle. The first bit I found really straightforward, the MetaMask and everything. The last bit, the bit we're talking about, the buying the horse, that worked absolutely perfectly as well. Because again, I, once I'd fixed it, once you I had your polygon panicked. set and you're on, yeah, okay. Once I, yeah, so the middle bit, pretend it never happened. So once I was at that stage, <laughs> um, I was I was then panicking again, thinking, right now I've got it, let's just buy something. Um, and I was trying to bid for horses, but then I didn't know how when the bid would be accepted, like an auction. And again, I was on like a four year old. I wanted it there now. I didn't want to wait a day or two days. So I'm. I'm filtered the buy it now like you do on yeah. ebay or whatever so i could buy something immediately and i probably didn't do enough research as i enough as much research as i should have done because i wanted something there you boys were having lovely fun racing your horses and meanwhile your horses the... have your horses won like at least four more races than mine had which is a, <laughs> a total of zero um so <laughs> So no, yeah. But I found it and bought it, and that worked absolutely fine. So Open Sea was great. Um, Hawku and No Your Horses were both great. Um, and I clicked the buttons that I was meant to click. I had to sign the little meta 
Yeah. Keen, yeah. The seat, you, I don't know where it's called. Sign. And I, yeah, I was in business. That yeah. That way, the, the mistake I made was I don't know why anyone would make that mistake. So it, it's not like we even have to talk you throughout to fix it. <laughs> yeah. It's only a complete cretin would do it anyways. <laughs> well, yeah, but, that's the thing is like, like it's such a weird, like, once you described it to me, I was like, I honestly, like, like the way I figured it out is you kind of just like do that little network switch and that, that'll work to get you going on both ways where just make sure you switch back to Ethereum. to But that money will be there in your wallet to race with on Zed, and that money will be there in your wallet to buy horses with on OpenSea. And so, but yeah, so what you were saying though, uh, I'm glad you did bring this up about Haku. Yeah, so you have to buy a separate token called Matic on there, like, and it's only like a few cents worth. It's a pain, it's a, but it's like, I went to buy something on there and they wanted me to do that. And I had to go to a whole separate exchange to buy it and do all this. And I was like, that's such a pain in the ass. I'm like, I'm just, once I get to that point on Haku, I just take that horse's name, search for it on OpenSea, and it'll be right there to buy. <laughs> but once, once I'd got that Matic, that's what opened up the entire avenue to get me to back get to where going. I was meant. That got me, yeah, that was the trail of breadcrumbs that got me out of the woods and well, back to safety. So that's good to know. So maybe like... uh yeah, so if you do run into this, okay, I'm, well, I'm glad now. That, so if you do run into this kind of problem, uh, maybe it's not a bad idea just to buy like five bucks worth of Matic and just have it sitting around if you ever need it to bail, like a get out of jail free card kind of thing. Like, yeah, um, I mean, it wasn't even five, but I couldn't afford the. It was telling me I couldn't afford the gas for to reverse my route. transaction, but it was because I had no Matic. The the gas was all in Matic, but I had none, and it was like two cents. I was like, oh, yeah, if I've got I've got sixty dollars here. Why are you not letting me do it for? But I didn't have two cents worth of the right currency. So once I got this matic, so that's what got me back. You've closed one eye now. I've made your brain hurt. I can see. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's I, what I did. I probably. I, I've got so I, I've got one bit that I feel like I can I can add here. That's like a nice little like I learned something, which is uh, after you purchase the horse on OpenSea. Like the, the horse isn't going to show up in your, your Zed run wallet for a couple minutes. Don't panic. I don't know if you're like me, anytime I do Dude. anything with crypto and it takes a little bit longer, my initial thought is uh, something has gone wrong. All of my accounts have been drained and I'm now funding the war in Ukraine. The first, like that's, the first time I did it all, it took like 20, like 45 minutes for the first transfer to go through. And I was just sitting there in oh, limbo, wow. like just chain smoking the whole time going, dear God, I hope this goes through. <laughs> And then, like, then I'm like frantically trying to, like, when it act, I finally actually had it go through. I was like, oh, thank God. And now it's like, yeah, like the process gets easier each time. I, I, I will say, I'm like, again, in, in the two minutes it took for me to press buy for it to arrive, I think I messaged you boys nine times, probably yeah. in a wild panic. Um, it felt like three hours, but no, it's like, but I'm, I still managed to uh, message. Like, I'm glad we had, like, issues with that because, like, now we're, like, teachable we're moments. learning different. Yeah, it's teachable moments. We're learning stuff. And I'm yeah. sure some of our listeners are going to have their own, like, horror stories. And if you do have any, hit us up on Twitter or whatever and tell us, like, like uh, at Zed Podcast. Always down to hear this kind of bad beats in Zed or, like, I thought I, because, like, just yesterday, I thought my wallet got wiped and all this stuff. And I had to reset it, use my phrases and use a key, like, code and all this stuff. And, like. The whole time I was driving to work, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do if this doesn't reset. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to have to, like, because I'm like a couple, couple few hundred bucks in the game now. I'm like, shit, I don't want to have to fucking start over 
just for the sake of the show and all this stuff. And then right when, when I got told, to work, it fucking when you told us that on. happened, I was like, man, Mal has really stepped in it now. He even messed up Scott. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I did. I I was feeling the pressure yesterday. Like I must have. No, nah, it was just a it was just a it's network what, issue. It was happening because here's my thing is it's, it has nothing to do with you. It's because I use my iPad and my phone for this. And when I'm switching back and forth on it, it'll fucking cross the network and jam it sometimes when I'm going back and forth between the Polygon and Ethereum on both. And so I, it was my fault, but like I jammed it up to the point where I had to reset it. And once I reset it, I had to redo it on the one. And then I was like, fuck. And then it, I was like, the other one was working fine. And then all of a sudden the iPad wasn't working. I was like, oh shit, I fucking. And then by the time I got to, like I said, it, it was fine and, and we're good. Um, but so now, now once you have it though, it takes a few minutes to hit your Zed wallet too. Like it's not going to show up in your stable right away. But it, what, it took like, what, two, three, four minutes, something like that? Yeah, it was really yeah, quick. It, it yeah. felt like an eternity yeah, because yeah, of my own yeah, personal yeah, paranoia, yeah, but yeah. it was really quick. Yeah, and then you, you'll, you'll, you'll be in there. It'll say the stable, and, you know, and, and I recommend now when you're doing this, and now you bought your horse, you got your – dude, get a stable name that, like, either personally connects with you or make it sound like something that someone would buy a horse from. Like, because like it, 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 as much as it's funny to be like Epstein Island stables, like, <laughs> like who's actually going to buy a young filly from Epstein Island stables? So now, okay, my Prince mine Andrew, is Mike. Wolf of Oakland stables because you, know, you know I have a brand, but now I realize that that's a play on the Wolf of of Wall Street and Jordan Belfort and his you know sec scams maybe can i change it is it possible to change it yeah yeah you can always go in there and edit it you know what you could uh you might you should just if you want to go jordan belfort just go all the way just call your like stratford oakmont stables that's yeah <laughs> it's yeah. that sounds like a real stable you know you could have a nice like oak tree uh logo <laughs> right right the the more you make it sound like a it, it came from somewhere near uh mal lives then the the more trustworthy it is <laughs> yeah 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 the, the more the more it seems like it came right off the mayflower the better yeah. off you are dude. <laughs> 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 now uh i have two stables now i just set up my second one this morning for uh, part of it for the sake of our next segment but uh so I set up two stables. I have my Arroyo Seco stables, which is the canyon in Pasadena where the Rose Bowl is, where UCLA plays, right next near uh, Santa Anita Racetrack, which I, I grew up going to. And I'm a big Rose Bowl fan. And for the last few tailgates I've gone to with my brother and my friends, they got this little mini plastic horse game that like kind of you, you hit the button and it vibrates and they go down the thing. And we've been ha gambling out there and having our Arroyo Seco stakes out there every tailgate party. And we have pots that get bigger. Last time I went, I won. I hit like the, the $50 jackpot. And I was pretty stoked nice. with my, my winner on that one. Uh, but yeah, so it's kind of a uh, play, like an ode to my hometown, my, my home area of the San Gabriel Valley. And uh, yeah, so that's that one. And now uh, my other one now is Red Rock, uh, Red Rock Racing. And I'm exclusively putting my top studs and racers in there so I can kind of keep it separate when I'm navigating these tournament menus. Because the more horses you get, it's so much harder to figure it, pick one in each distance. And you have different funnels going and all this stuff. And I want to streamline that with my racing stable and have my studs in there. And then my mares and the horses that suck in the other one. So I'm trying to, ideally, I'm trying to, in my racing stable, have a higher winning percentage there. And then all my good offspring that I'm able to create, 
I put for sale from there because it looks like they're coming from a little bit better place. I'm going to workshop a name with you, uh, Off in a Bar Stables, because no one beats Off in a Bar. <laughs> it's better than Epstein Island Stables. Yes, very much so. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, Red Rock, though, is uh, the national park out here near where I live. So it's a big, like, nice uh, desert, like, camping kind of nature trail area. It's pretty cool. I'm trying to stick with, uh, you know, kind of a low. I might even do Turnbull Canyon Sables next because that's uh, the near where I grew up in Whittier. That's in Whittier where I grew up. So okay. but anyway, so I recommend, yeah, stable names like that. Because, like, dude, I, I saw one where it's like basically like Hitler's stables. And it's like, what the f- <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, <laughs> yeah, there, there are people who have obvious agendas uh, with with names I've noticed. <laughs> yeah, like I, I've seen, like, I don't want to get political out here because that's not what this show is about. But I've seen some very interesting choices. I saw one skin that was essentially a call to arms for the Turner Diaries. And it was <laughs> quite, quite frightening. <laughs> but hey, I'd like to th- I'd like to thank the History Channel and its obsession with uh, white supremacy for knowing what the Turner Diaries are. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, but yeah, once you're in Zed Run, you got your stable, now you can race your fucking horse. And we'll be talking about racing mostly next week, but I think we can close it out. But before that, we need to take a break and hear a word from our sponsors. All right, you know, I usually record this early in the morning and it, it, I have to gas myself up with a coffee. And that's why I like trade coffee. Trade Coffee is great. Um, it connects the customers with the be- to the best like best coffee you've ever had. It really is. Like I love this stuff. I'm so glad I have it now in my kitchen. Um, it's a bunch of independent like you know coffee maker people all over the country, and it's like and you basically take a test, get in on there, um, fill out the little quiz, and it'll pair you with the best coffee that you like. And if you don't like it they'll uh they're they're so confident they'll match the first time if you don't like it they'll take your feedback and and an actual expert will work with you and make sure you get a brand the right new brag for free so i mean there's really got nothing to lose here they they got like i mean they use like these crazy algorithms just like zed run uses to to pair your taste buds with the right coffee beans it's a lot of fun and uh right now trade is offering new subscribers a total of 30 dollars off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP, that's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drink, drinktrade.com slash SGP and trade find you, let trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. And don't forget about Mother's Day coming up. A trade subscription is the perfect gift for the coffee lovers in your life. Also brought to you by Athletic Greens and their... AG1 supplement. So, okay, what is this? It is this this scoop, this power scoop. You put it in. Hell, Sean puts it in his beers. Uh, yeah, I mix it with water, but it's got 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you get your day started right. The uh, All this blend of ingredients help, helps support your gut health, and trust me, I'm a large man. I need help with my gut health. This is all the things. I am getting old. I need it. It's not curing my hair loss, but it's it's doing everything else right for me. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. 
Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And we are back. Uh, okay, so Malcolm just brought up a good point during the break. And, uh, but yeah, so we use these filters. We talked about this with like Know Your Horses and Haku and using these filters to help you buy your horse. These are invaluable, and I kind of want to explain how you do this because there are different types. So the horses run on a, a Z number scale. Let's use, first break that down because there's that bloodline and genotype. So the Z number, the lower the Z number, the better. The, the lowest is Z1, okay? The highest Z number possibly can be a Z268. Those are trash. Don't waste your time with that. You might see one for $5 and think it's worth it. It's not. It's not going to do shit for you. You're better off waiting until you have 25 bucks where you can get yourself a better one. Uh, but I will say this. Uh, there, it, one day, I'm pretty sure there's going to be like 268-only tournaments. So you might want to have the pieces in your stable where you can breed down that far and get something like that so you can have something to enter in these tournaments. You know, like, like, so like everything has a value right now, I will say. So just because you have something you don't like doesn't mean you necessarily need to throw it away. But I feel like with the, the way some of these tournaments are going to be heading in the future, you're going to want to keep weird parts in your stable because you might just be able to breed those two things together and get that. that Because it'll be like a Z45 and only Finney's or something like that. And like you're like, okay, I can pop these two together and make this elite or whatever. Like you know, I, I'm going to intentionally breed uh, several just Z71s, so I just have a stable full of Chevy trucks, <laughs> Silverados. Second, you said Z71. Colorados. I knew exactly where that shit was going. Yeah, yeah, you did. You're gonna put truck nuts on them too. I bet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I if, if I end nuts. up having colts, I won't have to you get a truck nut skin just to put on the back <laughs> of each one. But yeah, so um, so Z1 is the lowest. Um, I, I personally think anything Z20 and under, you have a shot of making a real contender. Like that, you you can, Z20 and unders can can hang with the big boys. And I've even seen sources as high as Z30 really do it. Um, but okay, so you have that, then you have the bloodline, which there's four different bloodlines. You got your Nakamoto, then your Zabo. And those are the two exclusive ones, Nakamoto being the highest, um, very expensive. Uh, and the breeding costs on those are out of control. And then Zabo. And then the two lower classes are Finney and Buterin. Um, I think Finney's are the bargain value right now because they're affordable, but they have a lot more muscle than the Buterin horses, and it gives you a better shot long-term with them. So can you actually see the muscle mass on them whenever you, you compare like a Buterin to a... No, to no, a, no, no, no. It's just all within the code. Okay. And, and, and some of what I've heard is basically like, like basically like think of it like a percentage scale of what's likely to happen and go mm -hmm. down the line of like especially in the genetics and breeding where it's like let's say the buterins or or the the finnies are doing it like at a i mean uh the nakamoto's are doing it like at an 85 percent clip the zabos do it like at a 75 percent clip the finnies at like uh 65 and then the buterins would probably be like in the 45 percent range so it's like you the good ones will come occasionally and they'll be really good there, but you're more likely to have consistency in the higher lines. So Chase, Actually, what did you look for then when you were making your decision? What, what, what Scott the, told me to, um, no, I, <laughs> um, all right. What, what, Scott, what did you tell Chase well, to so, look for when okay, he was so making after, his decision? After the four bloodlines, now you have the genotypes 
where you have the Genesis horses, which are the originals. Those are have no parents. They're the they're the beginning, uh, the Almighty and the Omega. Um, but the Genesis horses are like the because they're only going to ever be thirty eight thousand of them. I believe twenty eight thousand have dropped so far, and they're they're going to drop another ten thousand over the next couple of years, and that'll be it. There'll be no new Genesis horses. So they're going to be the ones that are most valuable in like five, 10 years. Like those will, those will really, and by the way, this is not a financial advice. So I just want to say that right now, but the, the Genesis horses, like, and they, and also when breeding Genesis horses can hold the line. So here's the way it works. Two Genesis horses create a legendary, two legendaries or a Genesis and a legendary will create an exclusive. Now I call an exclusive that has a legendary parent and a Genesis parent a super exclusive because instead of having four grandparents it's got two grandparents and one parent on the other side so there's a little bit less there it's a little more directly connected to the original genetics on, yeah. on that and then so from there you have two exclusives make an elite two elites make a cross and two crosses make a pacer so now if you were to breed of an elite with a legendary It'll still be a cross. It'll still go down a line. But if you breed, breed an elite or an exclusive with a, with a Genesis, it'll hold that line. It'll hold exclusive. It'll hold elite. So, like, the idea that some of these top stables do is they kind of end up inbreeding where you get down to that exclusive level, and now you breed it back to that Genesis at the top, hoping to trigger that mutation and get that weird offspring that can do different things, you know, kind of. Get the secretary at large heart gene. Exactly, exactly. So, but like, but basically, like, you want the lowest Z number, the highest bloodline, and the closest to Genesis you can when making your horse purchase. And I, I, I've been kind of studying the market lately. So that's what I told Chase to do was like, all right, it's very, you'll find a, several options if you do these search, like these searches in the filters. And then when it came to like actual, like, what, you know, once Scott kind of guided me through like the filters in terms of like what I personally was looking for, initially I decided I wanted to look at Phillies. Um, but then Scott was like, hold on, no, that's more of a crapshoot if you're going to be breeding it down the line. Uh, you want the mares that when you actually have a proven family and offspring and everything. Um, because, you know, once your horse knocks my horse up, I get to keep the baby, you know? And uh, <laughs> so I, um, I looked at that and then what I really started trying to look for was, like I said, productive mares uh, in terms of what their offspring were doing. But then I also looked at their running lines and I was looking for versatility. Uh, I wasn't really looking for like a sprint specialist or a router. I, I wanted someone that could, I, you know, had run well at sprint distances, uh, had run well at, at, you know, you know, mid distances and maybe had a couple win wins at routing because I felt like having that versatility maybe like opened up those bloodlines for what I could produce down the line sort of thing. Um, I really, you know, it was like my chance to be a, a bloodstock agent, which I know I will never have the chance to be, um, which was a uh, pretty, pretty damn cool uh, to me. Yeah. Cause like basically what we're looking for is each horse is going to have a base ability score and you want to get as much high base ability in your stable as possible. Because what it comes down to it is the horses that win are the ones that have a high variance score. And that's just random. That's, that's going to be passed down randomly. You never know what's going to happen. If you have a horse with a crazy high variance, think of like the zeros and ones in the computer code having like an on-off switch. 
So if they have a very high variance, it's either going to be on or off. And that's how you create these these good U-shaped horses that can stay in a class because they're either going to have it switched on and dominate or have it switched off and be dead last. Like, that's a it's perfect like, horse to have. Like It's like your code is a pachinko machine, a Japanese pachinko machine. And you're just <laughs> dropping the balls through there. And you're just knocking through. And it's going to fall in one slot eventually, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I've been watching a lot of Tokyo Vice. I apologize. <laughs> or, I mean, even think of it like at a craps table. Like, you know, like, you're going to get these weird combination of dice. But when it hits, when it goes on, lands on these certain ones that this horse is predetermined to do, that's the ones that's going to really kick it you know that's one where it's going to really dominate so if you just have a stable filled with high base ability and you begin breeding it together well then at a certain point you're going to get a horse with a very high variance that's just going to start fucking dominating right it might take you eight nine horses to do and the breeding can be kind of expensive so you know you you get ready to seek money and to find that ace winner but once you have it fuck you can print money with that thing so you could inbreed them and have have a just an athletic freak that maybe just kind of takes a little while to learn how to read. Yeah, and, uh, you know another show I was listening to, I believe it was on the uh, uh, Z- ZG's show, Zed Gazette. Uh, I, I, somebody on there, I can't remember who it was, but they were basically saying, think of it like NBA players, like basketball players, or whatever. Where it's like, all right, Del Curry was a serviceable player, but Steph Curry's the shit. Michael yeah. Jordan was the shit. But, his but son, Jeffrey Jordan wasn't a damn thing. Exactly. So it's like, like it could go either ways, but it's like the idea that that variance getting switched on will give you a Steph Curry or a Jeffrey Jordan. You really don't yeah. know. Or you could be middle of the road and get a Bronny James. Yeah. 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 You could get like a, a solid uh, Chuck O'Bannon June. Okay. That, I'm not going to go too hard into these role players, yeah. like college basketball role players. This is my son, Jeffrey. He's into science, I guess. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, so I, I personally think right now legendaries are the bargain because right now there's like under 300,000 horses, I believe, in the to- like 240,000, something like that, horses completely in the ecosystem. And there's all, since we know those Genesis are an exclusive number, and I definitely want to get my hands on some Genesis in the future. But for right now, legendaries are very affordable, and we can sit here now and breed exclusives. Now that we, we all own legendaries, you know. Random thought. I bet the Genesis horses don't have belly buttons. No, they they probably don't because they're the Adam and e, Adam and Steve's mm-hmm. of the uh, <laughs> of the Zed world. Uh, I'll quit shit posting in our podcast here. I'll just uh, <laughs> take a backseat. But yeah, like uh, so, like these filters, you're basically gonna put in like how much. Like you, they'll be like the price and the when it says maximum price. Keep in mind it won't be in whatever currency your native country uses it will be in ethereum so you'll put like how much ethereum you want up to what you want to spend on a horse let's say and then you'll be like all right i don't want anything higher than like a z15 i want finney's legendaries or whatever and you put those searches in and i always do like finney's but i also throw zabos and nakamoto's in there it's not going to happen but you never know if someone's trying to get, get rid of like a z8 nakamoto at a good price you know or something like that like or a z8 zabo or something like that like and if that you have a chance to acquire that dna cheap do it because i i was able to get a cheap uh exclusive zabo z12 okay and so now they have these z21 and up buterin only tournaments so what i want to do is i'm going to breed her i'm going to find a z9 buterin that's produced some good who sired some very good offspring on the stud farm 
and just randomly find this person, get get that horse with my Z12. Now I have a Z12 or Z21 Buterin with a Zabo mother who she has Nakamoto blood in her, and I, I think I like in, in a Buterin only Z21 up tournament. I have that lowest number you can possibly have with a lot of extra balls in that bloodline, and it's still an, at an exclusive level. I can tell that I'm I'm starting to grasp some of this because I don't feel just absolutely lost like what the hell is this dude talking about whenever you, you started getting into that which it took me a little bit i mean and it's not it's not a knock on on you or, or uh, zed runner or anything it's just a whole new language that you it have really to learn, is you know? dude like and I, I dude like i uh it was so funny uh, uh, one of the uh at my job i help run a temp uh like a group of temps that we have coming in every couple of weeks to help us with some stuff and one of the kids that works on the crew uh started talking to me about zed run because he's like oh yeah i heard you're into that i just bought my first four like i was like oh hell yeah dude like you know like, yeah welcome Which to is the kind, world dude like kind of kind of like what it's like whenever uh you know like real world horse players figure out someone else actually plays horses and speak that that secret yeah language that, that we all have yeah it's a you know a little secret handshake now that we and like i really think when party mode comes out and we're able to just do this at bars against each other it's gonna be fucking awesome Oh yeah, and uh, you, you, and real quick before we go into the next break, you know who I think this game is really meant for is like daily fantasy players and poker players, people that are really good at sizing up fields and sizing up odds real quick. Because if you, the quicker you're able to do that and size up the competition and know these other horses in these races, you you have a crazy advantage when deciding what races to enter. Like, right. like, and I think that's one thing that. As a, as a trio here, we're going to be looking to develop now. Is like really finding how do we know what races we want to enter? What are the tipping points? What, what, what's, what are the secret signals that we can look at, find, and improve our chances at the track? Like, I really want yeah, to get into that. Being selective, because I, I just said to you off air earlier on, what I've done this week is I've just done the same thing repeatedly. I've run the legs off it out of excitement. And I've done the same thing time and time again and expected a different result, which is how people define stupidity. But being selective, one of the things about, like Chase was just saying, about real horse trainers, you get someone who oh, places them really well. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, your winning percentage is through that. Because someone can spot, there's a chat, there's a race there with that field, my horse can win on that day. Well, I've just been... And it's all last night. I thought nine o'clock. I'll leave it now. I'll watch the TV. I'll, and then an hour later, oh, go on. I'll have one more. Uh, and then I thought, right, now that's it. Now go to bed. Fuck it. Oh, oh, go on. I'll have one more. And I kept doing it. But you, yeah, eventually, once that's out of our system or out of my system, um, then you'll be selective. And that's when, that's when we'll get good at it, I think. And I think that's when people will get good at it. Absolutely. Uh, when they can start selecting clearly. Uh, yeah. what they want, and then how to get the best out of it, which is what we're learning doing this. All right. I ran mine until it was on a commercial with a Sarah McLaughlin soundtrack. Yeah, we got to take... another reference. We I don't gotta, get uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, Sarah McLaughlin would love our next sponsor. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be give away your all your debt private data to hackers advertisers your isp and other prying eyes that's why i use ip vanish vpn to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet ip vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100 percent of your data that means that your private details passwords communications browsing history and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands especially your dead run wallet you don't want to lose that 
even in your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes your you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing your speed, your computers, your tablets, your phones, even your devices like your Fire Stick or your PS5. Uh, when I'm at home in public, I don't go online anymore at all without IP Vanish, especially when I'm at the casino. You don't know what's going to be going on there. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% of their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. You're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing the world, everything you stream, sh- everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand-rated... 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash SGP. We are back. Uh, I, you know, I should cut some Sarah McLaughlin music in here later just for Chase and for so Malcolm can... <laughs> Uh, see, Malcolm, they have these like a, like uh, like animal abuse commercials that run here in the states, and it'll be like really sad. Gain state, I assume. And Sarah McLaughlin has this like really sad music, and it's always like these. We'll remember you. <laughs> yeah, and it'll show a bunch of like beat up puppies, yeah. and it'll be begging you for money. And they will, will you go, help this cold retarded Chihuahua? Yeah, and then they're like begging you for money while you're in the middle of a heater, and you're like, dude, I'm trying to gamble right now. What the fuck is this? <laughs> beat up puppy with the fucking crusted pink eye up bullshit kind of thing yeah. so, <laughs> but malcolm you brought up a great point there in the break of uh how people need to fucking chill out with this and i i dude i think that is the best advice like uh because not only yeah. like by, by people do you mean me no, 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 everybody, because... Yeah, myself included. You no, know, and just okay. people on Zed Twitter, like, so many people are negative about the game right now, and it's like, dude, there's this huge long-term vision for this game, and it's not all going to happen overnight. And I know we live, and especially with, like, this instant results internet culture that we have, dude, like, and, like, one week in Zed, it seems like an eternity. But, like, in actuality, dude, if, if it's something takes three months for them to develop and execute right and they're still working out, because we're in, Zed technically is still in beta testing. So it's like we're still working out the kinks on this, and we're still on the very, very early stages of this game. And hopefully it keeps growing, but it's like people don't need to shit on it and get all mad every time that a little adjustment changes, you know. Like, And I get it for the guys that have put, like, $100,000 into this game. I get it like, when a change kind of messes that portfolio but at the same time this is the kind of game like i said not financial advice but don't put money into something you're not willing to lose like geez like we're all gamblers we understand that like does anyone want to take a guess how many times i've run person of interest how many times have you ran person of interest? i'll take a guess uh 17 36 uh 24 you guys were oh, all, no, all right in the it. middle <laughs> yeah and i've had it since roughly midnight uh thursday night or you know friday morning. okay so uh i would recommend you could if you because like it'll reset every 12 hours if you don't race it no matter where it's at it'll reset to 100 percent. but as long as you keep what i do is i run them like maybe back to back and it'll go down to like 97 98 maybe 96 percent or so and then i'll maybe chill out for a couple hours and then do another one and then chill out for a couple hours and do another one so over like a eight hour period i can get away with a few races and never go under like 94 percent. 
So th- this is what I, I feel like I did wrong. And it's maybe like a teachable moment going forward for anybody who's listening, getting, getting their first horse and kind of goes to Mal's point of chilling out. What I decided to do was just try my horse out at all these different distances and everything and kind of just watch and see how it performed. I don't have to do that. There's data behind all of this. I can go through and do the research and have a much better targeted idea as to where I probably need to be entering my horses as opposed to just being like 1600 meters. Fuck it. Let's go. And you know what? Like another thing too is uh, like I was saying, we were talking about, you know, being selective with which races you're entering and stuff. This kind of ties into that too, where it's like, dude, sometimes you might see like a bunch of like Z fives in a race and you're like, I don't know if my Z 12 or whatever can, can hang with them. But it could be, like, look at those Z5s, like, especially in paid races that take a little longer to fill up. Those Z5s could be running their bad distance trying to class down. And, like, you might be catching them just giving away money there. And you should take right. advantage of that. Like, Right. Yeah, it's... I will say the one upside of actually running all these races is I feel like I understand like my horse, my horse has like a run style. Like yeah. I know how my horse is, is going to run. Like I've got a horse that's, that's a, like a closer that's going to come flying late from off the pace. And like, I, I understand that now. And I feel like going forward, like when you can get that sort of information on all the horses, like a past performance sort of thing, like I'll be able to find spots where maybe like it has a pace to run into. Malcolm, what were you going to say? I just I did the exact opposite of Chase, isn't it? I looked out. We talked about a, a base level. So when I bought the horse, I bought something that had ran, oh my, must have run 150 times and it had, had some success. So what I didn't want to do was buy a complete dud. So I knew if I bought this thing, it would pretty much replicate the level of success, which was a 10% win rate and a 20% show rate and stuff like that. But then I just stuck to the distance and I, I looked, it was 22 to 2,600 metres and I haven't moved from there. Um, so yeah, I've done the exact same. I think it's an old adage, like if it can run at seven distances, it can run at no distances. It's got, it's like, a, it, it's not a speciality horse, but I think it, to tank would be the other way. If I wanted to get dropped in class, I would drop it down to a thousand meters. But I did think about, like you've just mentioned, looking at the distances that the competition is running at. Because I do think if I've got, mine's a Z9, if I see a couple of Z4s in the race, I think, oh, I've got no chance. But then it might be, like you say, running over completely the wrong trip. Yeah, they could, um, they could so be you've trying got yourself, to You've that. always got a chance. Yeah. yeah. And, and another thing, too, with that is, like, dude, you might just have a horse that can beat those Z4s straight up. You might have a Z9 that's just better than those. Like, that's very possible. And another thing to look at is the flames. Because when you're getting these flames, uh, look at the races you're getting flames in. Look at the rest of the field. Because the flames I, ideally are supposed to represent the top the horses that are sp- projected to be the top three in that race. But see, it based, the, kind of, these races are kind of based on, like, when you go into that queue, it basically simulates that field 10,000 times and picks one of those random ones. Yeah. And, and that's the result that you actually get to see and witness and, and watch. So those three that get the flames are basically the three that are going to finish in the top three the most out of that. But at the same time, horses that don't draw flames could be the ones that actually have a chance to win it because some of the ones that kept drawing flames are the ones that just never might have won at a very small percentage of times in those simulations, but they constantly finish third, which you're, you're not going to make your money on that long term. So the flames can be deceiving, but there, there is something to look at there in the data just because every little piece of data they're giving us obviously means something. They wouldn't tell right. us this if it, if it wasn't something we could use, yeah. you know. And the other thing that I, I kind of noticed was after 
you know, I could have looked at the data to do this, but what I found out from watching my horse run a bunch of times was that I wanted to pick like middle gates, like gates in the middle. It seemed to run its best out of, out of gates in the, in the middle of the, you know, uh, yeah. like about five, six, seven, like well, what's it, funny, it comes flying up. First race middle. you ran, I put my horse sunset Boulevard in with it to, so we can yeah. kind of have fun with You're it. You're like, this horse sucks. Well, no, I was like, this horse is good. It's, it's actually got my highest winning percentage, but I, put, I was like, this is a distance. It never does anything at. So I was like, I'll throw it in there. I'll try and give him a freebie at, on that one. And so I throw <laughs> her in there and it's really funny because she just got one of those like, crazy high variance scores where she either finishes first or dead last. I thought she was going to take this one. She won this fucking thing by a mile. It was yeah. very funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, and that was my Z 20, you know, like, and dude, that was a tough field. She won against too. Like, I mean, so it's like, you never know, but I will say this. Usually if like you, if you got a horse that runs it consistently at 1600, uh, it probably doesn't have a real distance preference because out of right. the nine distances, that's the one exactly in the middle. Right. Right. Yeah. It's uh... so like, that's what she is. She's a 1600 horse. So I've won with her and gotten heat with her anywhere from a thousand to 2000. I think if I really want to start trying to tank her, maybe start trying to do distance with her. And because I, I feel like if I got her down to class five, I could just run away with pots down there. I kind of felt like you just wanted to show me who still has the biggest ding dong when it comes to this iteration. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a sneaky flex, that chase. Don't yeah. let me tell you anything else. That no, was it. Like, I'm hosting this show. It, but I mean, it just shows you the randomness of it, right? I legit thought it didn't have much of a chance. And I yeah. was like, oh, because like, it was one I just yeah. wasn't trying to com compete with at all in anything right now. So I was like, yeah, let's, let's throw her in there. And yeah, sure enough, she fucking smokes that one. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Rolled up my horse and smoked it. Like a big fat dude. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, dude, like she's a Z20. So, I mean, like I said, Z20 and under is that you can get some good horses in there. Like, yeah. Meanwhile, I got this boarding school Silver Spoon Z12 that you just smoked. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you uh, are listening to the show and let's say you listen to this and you're like, okay, I can figure this out. I, I can do all this wallet stuff, but I got like a grandpa or I got a dad who I think would really like doing this, but they're too old and, you know, they lived through uh, the Korean War and uh, yeah. we, 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 like, we shouldn't, you know, like I'm going to have to set this up for them. Well, you, you can uh, transfer horses from stable to like if, if you just set up the MetaMask for them and teach them how to do the Z, you can yeah. actually transfer horses stable to stable pretty easily. And just tell them the, the Nakamoto's are called Sullivan's or something like that. <laughs> yeah, we don't want any PTSD yeah. deaths on our hands yeah. on episode two. Anyway, let, let them know Z Zabos are not a part of the communist bloc in, in the cold war era. So yeah, they're, they're like your, your Polish buddy that was in your platoon with you. Yeah. From Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland. So, so, uh, <laughs> so we're going to transfer horses. Uh, basically, dude, all you got to do is go into your Zed. Uh, if you're in Zed, you hit that that on the wallet, like where you guys got your transfers in the Polygon, and just caught. You're going to copy that hor that uh, address. Mm -hmm. Copy that address. You're going to go over to the other stable, whether it's your friend's stable that's going to transfer to you, or so if you're going to be doing this, like you have two stables like me or you're setting one up for a friend as a gift and you're doing that, 
you're going to sit there and you're going to just cop like you're going to go to that other stable you're going to click settings and when you click settings the very first thing co- pops up is transfer horses to other stables you just click on that click transfer paste the address wait a few minutes and that trans- horse will be transferred and it makes it really easy too because when you paste the address it it's not random at all like what, cause my new red rock racing stable it said you're transferring to red rock racing with my logo every like it let me know exactly where it's going so it's very easy and so if you, if you don't think you because like all if you are listening to this and you're like i am lost but i want to get in on this game i might be willing to help you with something like that if you dm me so <laughs> I, I i am a nice guy I, I i might be willing to help but if you've listened to this and you've read the article and you, and you still can't figure it out i'll work with i'll work with you through i want more people in this game and i want to do my part to help grow this community and you'll even throw in a, just an amazing Michael Jordan NFT with it. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, if I could do it, I promise you, listeners, you can do it. Because um, the like, for 80% of it, I actually managed. With, and it was okay. And it didn't stress me out. I didn't fuck it up. I was happy with what I was doing. I was, I was confident. Then there was the little meander. I've set off into the woods for a couple of days. But I got <laughs> my way back out of the woods. I followed the trail of breadcrumbs. I arrived back at safety. Um, you, didn't so I did it. Pot, you didn't end up in the boiling pot with Hansel and Gretel? <laughs> I was in there for about 20 minutes. But I got out before there was too much damage inflicted. Um, so honestly, if I can do it. And there are... Yeah, we have a show, but there are other resources. One or two, a YouTube video on transfer and stuff in 90 seconds explained to me what I'd spent about four hours struggling to do. Um, so the, there's plenty of resources yeah, around. And you know, like, yeah, the, the Discord community. Have you, have you guys signed up for a Discord account yet through Zed? Like the, the Zed will send you uh, join our Discord if you're in your Zed account. The little yeah. thing for that, use that link, sign up for it because there's amazing resources in there. Anytime I ask a question in there, I get a response from an expert within like five minutes, like people that are just passionate about this community. And like, I can't stress enough how cool it is, how, every, how cool everybody in this, like now that you're in it, you'll start seeing like Zed Twitter people can be, can be very interesting sometimes, but like everybody's really cool and generally wants to help each other out for something that has all this money on the line. It's pretty cool how we're not necessarily like we're all competing with each other, but we're not really competing with each other. We just want this right. fun game that we like to play grow. Like, you know, and Hopefully yeah. people that have listened to this think, hey, now I want to get involved in this game, you know? Um, yeah. I've, I've been in a horse racing discord so long that it's um, it's splintered into another one, which then splintered into another horse racing discord. <laughs> like, yeah, man, it's uh, I'll, I'll jump in the discord. I'm, and, a, I'm, uh, a, I'm a discord bean. The Zed Run Gambling, uh, um, whatchamacallit? The Reddit is pretty good, too. There's a lot of good stuff on the Reddit there. Because uh, Reddit's one of those weird places on the internet where – it's either the absolute worst, most horrifying shit you've ever seen in your life, like the Michael Jordan NFTs, or yeah. or it's the uh, like the like if the more niche of a community like Zed Run, it's the coolest, nicest people on the planet. Like it's just it's so weird. My favorite subreddit is tucked in puppies. It's just dogs <laughs> tucked under blankets. <laughs> See, yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Oh, uh, do you, you had something you want to say, Malcolm? No, I didn't know if that was another funny reference or if that's actually what he meant. Oh, no, Tucks <laughs> no, and Puppies. No, no. no he actually... Tucks and Puppies is real. He actually likes the <laughs> Okay, puppies. fair enough. Yeah. Right, okay. I didn't know if that was another seed, CD sex but, thing because hey, there's pre- been a lot of that. Prepare before. for a lot of DMs of Tucked and Pups. Now, if, you guys, if anybody <laughs> listening also wants to get involved with uh, chatting with us on this, they can join our Slack channel for in the Sports Gambling Podcast, SGPN uh, 
Slack channel. So the Sports Gambling Network has a Slack channel, and we have our own su- substation in there for Zed Run and racing, and we'll answer any questions. Or, hey, if you just want to show off your horse and say how much better you are at this than us, feel free to do that. Like, we're, we're cool with that. We're, we are humble men. <laughs> well, to an extent. <laughs> but also that you can find us on Twitter, at Zed Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, at Zed Gambling Podcast. And, uh, yeah. I uh, make sure you're subscribing and hit five star review to uh, um, you know keep the show going. Um, do you guys want to plug anything for yourselves on the way out? Uh, yeah, I got a new podcast uh, firing up next week. Uh, the Tilted Land Shark podcast, which is about gambling on AUDL, which is the American Ultimate Disc League, professional ultimate frisbee. Wow. Uh, me and Zach Avello are, are doing a doing a show together. Uh, it's going to be launching uh, this week. And, this sounds uh, incredible. I'm in on this, dude. This is this yeah. Is good. yeah. And I'll, I'll off air. I'll fill you in on the the behind the name, the Tilted Land Shark, and uh, also I've got my own uh, actual horse racing podcast coming out pretty soon called the Notorious OTB. It's going to be launching Kentucky Derby Week. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So yeah, be on the lookout for that stuff, Malcolm. Or where can people find you and whatnot? Um, yeah, the uh, the MLB Gambling Podcast, uh, obviously on this network, um, me and there's t- two or three boys who go, we go five nights a week now this season because we just found trying to handicap a week's worth of baseball twice a week. It's impossible. There's so much of it. Yeah, like uh, so a combination two days out, could, something crazy could happen. And compl- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was pure speculation at various points. Uh, so there's four of us and uh, every night of the week of weeknights, um, two of us at least will take you through the same. Yeah, we've been doing okay. Um, MLB SGPN on Twitter um, has been absolutely on fire. We've got two youngsters, and the youngsters are running the social side. Uh, me and Moonaf just sit like old money. Uh, but yeah, but it's, yeah, we've been doing well, giving good picks, which is the entire point of it. So yeah, uh, the MLB Gambling Podcast always uh, could do with your support. So find us there. Hell yeah, hell yeah! I, I love what you got you and Moonaf are doing over there. Um, also, make sure you uh, you know that you can find that podcast on the SGPN app, and make sure you download the SGPN app. You can get all our sh- all the shows on the network. You can get all our picks, where there's spreadsheets for every single sport imaginable. Um, and like I said, the Slack channel too. You can find anything in there. Um, you can also head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, where we have articles and that 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 all every one of these episodes on the how to stuff. We'll have an article that goes with it that walks you through this. So anything you forget on here, you can go back and cross-check that. So you can also find me on Twitter, uh, at Scott underscore Bowser. Uh, and, yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you so much, man. This was a lot of fun this week. I'm glad you guys are officially in the horse world next week. We'll be back with uh, uh, talking racing strategies and s- some race stories and how to race and the different types of things. Uh, throughout the week, you guys will be seeing some new tournament formats, and I can't wait to see how that works out for you guys. I like that me and Mal are now so deep in the horses that we're deep into it in different planes of existence. <laughs> we are through the, uh, to quote uh, Kevin Costner and JFK, we'll close out on this. We are through the looking glass here, people. <laughs> Up is down. Black is white. And so thank you so much, everybody. This has been the Zed Run Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.